Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus. Coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. The beady eyes that can cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a hide I said, you can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. It's in the air tonight. <laughs> it's gonna It's going to be a rock and roll weekend. Rock and roll weekend. Hello, hello, listeners. Hello, hello, Rufus. Hey, it's a man. It's a it's a uh, Friday the thirteenth free for all. How freaky it, is that? It's pretty freaky, dude. It's a Friday the thirteenth free for Geddon. I'm gonna call it. Ooh, free forgetting. And why do you think? What do now you think is so nervous. weird about Friday the Thirteenth? Why? Why all the voodoo on Friday the Thirteenth, Rufus? Any idea? I have no idea. The uh, the movies, I guess, but I know it predates the movies, and I've I've never even sat through one of the movies. But uh, I I don't know what the history is there. I really don't. What an awful day to die! I'm gonna knock wood that I don't die today because. I think that people think if you died on Friday the 13th that either you probably got hit by a train or, you know, it's like something very unlucky happened to you. You just couldn't have died of natural causes. Not that, I mean, there's any difference really, I guess. Dude, it's really fucking crazy you bring that up because somebody famous did die today. Who's that? And who it is 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 kind of freaky. The guy who wrote uh, The Exorcist died today on Friday the 13th. William Peter Blatty, I think his name is. Well, how old was he? Dead today. Uh, 89. Wow. He had, a, he had a pretty good run. I'd sign the paperwork on 89 right now. Yeah, yeah, me too. If I could get a guarantee. Well, I don't know. Maybe not, dude. Maybe in like 20 years, people would be living to like 115, and I'll have signed away to 89. I'd be a little disappointed, I think. I'd try to renegotiate. That's true, and you never know what could happen. I mean, just because you're alive at 89 doesn't mean you're exactly in great shape. You no, could right. have gone into the hospital and never left at Obviously, 79. there'd have to be a few things that I would write into that contract that means I'm I'm still well <laughs> at least till 87 and three quarters. Some clauses and caveats. Right, right. I mean, I don't mind someone wiping and diaping me for like a year before I die, you know, just, just to make someone else's life miserable. And probably get the abuse that I'll deserve wiping, at that age. Wiping and diaping. Did you just make that up right now? Wiping and diaping. You never heard wiping and diaping before? That's that's old school. That's that's old school talk. Oh, dude. You, you, <laughs> you should have claimed it. I thought I'd never heard that before. That's awesome. Really? It's That's something we used to say when I worked at the old folks home about abusing old people. We just wiped them and diaped them. And set them in a corner. <laughs> Did you ever just not wipe them, but diaper them? <laughs> a lot of times just we just wiped them, and because we were on a budget, we just didn't diaper them. 
you wipe the diaper and put the same diaper back Here's, on. The deal was is I don't know if you know this, but I was the food service director, so I was in control of whatever people ate. So what I did for the budget was I just fed people a lot of cheese, so nobody had to do any wiping or diaping. They're on a heavy a heavy rotation of cheese and peanuts. Oh my god, so their colons are swollen and clogged, right. but at least you can kick back. Right, I mean, and then you feed them a cup of coffee once a month and they get all cleaned out, and uh, you're right back where you started with a fresh block of Velveeta. Oh my god. Speaking of age, Rufus, I'm going to call in your infinite wisdom here and see if you can answer a question for me. Why do they, like, sentence people to, like, 600 years in jail? What is the fucking sense in that? I mean, clearly I don't know. no one's going to live to be 600. I watch a lot of those crime shows, you know, and those reenactments and stuff. And I, I wonder that they'll do like, they'll get like a, a single sentence for 600 years or they'll get like 25 concurrent sentences <laughs> right. for 100 years each. Right. Exactly. I, maybe they're planning ahead for in case. Just seems like it would e- be easier just, just to say life. Life in prison without the possibility of parole. Seems like less paperwork. Yeah, but there's probably some money to be made by typing up the extra paperwork. Or, or yeah, you and know what? There probably is some deal. Probably some way they get more money saying, for the prison or the the system if they say 25 life sentences to run concurrent or whatever. Or is that even a possibility? A life right. sentence running concurrent. That doesn't make any sense, does it? Well, that makes no more sense than 600 years, and I'm pretty sure I've heard that too. But there's something just epic about saying, I think people are numb to the idea of a life sentence, but when you say 600 years, there's <laughs> like, seems like a long almost time. like a Lord of the Rings kind of thing to it, you know? That means you're actually going to be in jail when you're reincarnated for like the next six lives. <laughs> Unless you're reincarnated right. like a you bird, then you're back, like, you're- for the next 600 lives. Oh, that'd be terrible. You're just a bird in a cage. Or a rat. Or other things that go in cages. Dude, holy shit. Speaking of rat in a cage, I have some breaking news that's going to thrill you. Yes, let's hear it. I read literally like 15 minutes before the show that your favorite human being on Earth, Billy Corrigan, has confirmed that the Smashing Pumpkins are reuniting with the original lineup. Oh my god. Well, didn't one of the guys die? Didn't one of them die from a heroin overdose? No. That was the backup no, no, not, guy? No, uh, you're thinking of you're thinking of 90% of other 90s bands. No, Apparently, no, they all had, these guys are alive and they're reuniting. No, they had someone die. Like the drummer died of a heroin overdose or something. Or the keyboard player. Well, all I know is that the uh, Billy Corgan confirmed Smashing Pumpkins reunion with all original members. Wow, they're all that broke, huh? They did not invest well. <laughs> yeah, they're they're still working for Billy. You know they are. I mean, how could you even go back to working for Billy? I don't think I could do it. I think I'd rather flip burgers than than work for Billy with Billy's uh, divaness or festerness. That's what I'm going to call it. His uncle festerness. No, you know what? Uncle Fester was jovial. He's not jovial. No, he's not jovial. Well, here, you know what? Thinking about 
that life sentence. Now, I saw a guy get out on parole even though he had a life sentence. Does that make sense? That makes no sense. How, what, what was the scenario there? How'd that happen? I can't remember. I saw it on TV, though. And I thought, well, that's awkward because he has a life sentence, but he only ended up doing like 37 years or something. Can you get parole for life, I wonder? Well, I mean, that I guess that's why that they have to say suck. life without parole. This guy must have got life with the possibility of parole somehow. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, prob- probation, like life probation, like for the rest of your days, you have to... Check in weekly at some place. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, my guess is you do 37 years in jail and you get out. You basically just want to go back to jail. I mean, what are you going to get a job and like all that stuff? I don't think that is that the Green Mile or what's the name of that movie where those guys do like a really, really long time and the guy gets out and he hangs himself. You ever seen that? That was uh, was awesome. Yeah, that was also by Stephen King, but that was uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption, that's right. That's correct. So, I mean, it's like, you get out, and what do you do? You know what? But criminals are stupid, Rufus, because I don't know if you saw this in the paper. Fucking some guys decided to rob a fucking gun store while it was open. Now, if you're going to rob any place in the world, I think the last place, if you had half a brain, would be a fucking gun store where the guy behind the counter basically can't wait to fucking shoot somebody. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think you get the drop on a guy working behind the counter at a fucking gun store. I just don't think you can get the drop on him. <laughs> no. I'm sure whenever you apply to work at a gun store, they're like, they rate you on a scale of one to ten of like how trigger happy you are. It, it, no doubt how about eager it. are you to shoot somebody? How excited would you be to fucking kill someone? With that, I mean, would that ruin your life or fucking. would that make your day? And And you get a bonus, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a performance bonus. <laughs> there you go. You saved the gunshot and took out some jackass who was stupid enough to fucking try to rob a gun store. I, it does not make any sense to me. No, the funny thing is they were trying sense. to rob the gun None store with whatsoever. a knife. They didn't even have a gun. Well, wait, what? He he didn't have a gun. <laughs> no, and I don't know. I, I'm going to have to admit I read the headline. I didn't have, you know what? I didn't have to get any further into the story to know that that was a stupid motherfucker that tried to rob a gun store. So I'm assuming he had a knife or probably his hand in his pocket, maybe with like his finger pointed like a gun. Oh my god! He actually didn't have any kind of weapon on him, just his small brain. Well, it wasn't loaded. I know that we've talked about this before on the show, but I'm going to have to reiterate a little bit. I recently made a trip to Lowe's, okay? Lowe's, the, uh, the what do you call it? What kind of store? The hardware store, I guess. Can't even call it a hardware store. You have to call it, like, the hardware conglomerate. But, so I go in, and, of course, I am walking around, and it's like we said before, there's 800 employees, but you can never find one when you need one. You have to, like, go somewhere else looking for one. So I go over, and I ask this guy, Bob, I'm looking for something, like, for some plumbing, okay? So the guy's like, yeah, over here. So he walks me to the plumbing thing, which, of course, is, like, fucking um, a half a mile away. And I, and I'm like, you just point me in the direction, you know what I mean? Just tell me which direction to go in because I don't want this awkward thing where we're walking together and I'm like supposed to make small talk with you. You know what I mean? I'd rather just kind of right. get to that section. 
But I thought, you know what? I don't know exactly what I need, and this guy is going to help me. So, of course, we get over there, and he's, like, as is, is fucking stupid as I am. We're just looking at this racks of shit going, you know, I don't... He doesn't know where it is that I need or where it is. And I'm just like, why Why are you... Why did you walk all the way over here with me to stand next to me and look stupid? You know, it only takes one person to stand in front of the shit and look stupid. And I would, I was going to do a perfectly fine job of that. Dude, honestly, I think Lowe's employees are paid by the mile. Because <laughs> Good <point>. every time... <laughs> <laughs> Every time I've asked a Lowe's employee for help, or Home Depot for that matter, either they just happen to be, for whatever reason, not in the section they're normally in. Like, I'll be looking at screws, and I'll be like, hey, do you know where this Phillips head screw is? I'll be like, I'm just over here. This isn't my normal section. Let's go find Frank. Okay. And we right. have to go find Frank. <laughs> Let's or, walk around looking for Frank. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, I mean, what do you, you're like following this guy around like a lost puppy. What what the fuck do you do? And you, you do kind of feel obligated to make small talk, but that's every time I've asked anybody for help, it's they're never the guy who knows what I need right then in the aisle. I'll be in the aisle. I know. Right, that's like, what I'm saying. Plumbing, you're I'm in, in the, the aisle. And that guy aisle, just happens to be standing there. Like, it's not even his section. That's what I'm saying. Right. They, they have to have color coded vests. Like blue means you're in plumbing. Red <laughs> means do. you're in fucking hardware. They just need to keep them where they belong. I mean, you ask the plumbing, the guy you see in plumbing, where can I get an elbow pipe? And he's like, I, do, I only do roof shingles. I don't <laughs> right. know. Let's I go just, find the plumbing guy. I'm like, just standing over here talking to the plumbing guy who's like standing there watching you ask the roofing guy the question and like trying to slink away. You know, and then <laughs> exactly I talk the to these guys and they're giving me all this advice and shit. And, I'm, and then I get like in my car, I'm like, what if this fucking guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about? And I just bought $40 worth of fucking <laughs> pipes and shit. You know what I mean? And this guy, I don't know this guy has any idea what the fuck he's talking about. No. Well, he doesn't know what you're doing. That's why they have an easy return policy, because they, they know do. that whatever is recommended to you is most likely wrong. <laughs> you're exactly right. They are very lenient with their return policy. I mean, so much so that Lowe's came out with a card that would identify your purchases. You know, did you did you ever have them ask you to apply for that? And it's to make returns easier. I mean, I, one thing to have a frequent <laughs> shopping card, something completely different to have a when you're going to bring this back card. Yeah, exactly. Well, and speaking of shit like that, dude, I went to Home Depot, right? Because I saw online this guy did a DIY hang a TV on a wall thing, right? That required like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this certain kind of of brace that it, actually the brace made no sense. The name of the brace made no sense for actually what it was, but it's just like a, a metal brace, right? That you just kind of links together. So you put one on the back of the TV and one on the wall, and they like hang on each other. And I yeah, go to that. the fucking Home Depot, and of course they're only selling it in like ten foot lengths, right? And I need about two feet of it. So yeah. I'm I get the thing out and of course I ask the guy saying I'm like, Do you guys cut these things? And he's like, No, unfortunately we don't. Okay. I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, I'm like, Well, I got like a sawzall or whatever. So I, I was just gonna <laughs> take it home. So I, but I needed blades, right? For this saw. And this blade I was Uh-oh. gonna have to get for this saw was like twenty nine bucks. Well a fucking T V mount kit was like twenty five bucks. <laughs> Right, and this pipe, sure. this piece of like st- stuff to put it on the wall was like fifteen bucks, right? 
And I'm like, well, fucks. So, of course, the guy was standing with me when I went to look for the saw to cut the pipe. And I'm like, well, fuck, dude. You know, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just buy a TV mount. And the guy looks at me and goes, well, you know, we sell that pipe in two foot sections. And we walk what? all. The, yeah. So we walk all the way back to where I first stood with the dude. Right. And he moves their ladder. Okay. Like, you know how they have those giant ladders yeah. that you could easily fucking commit suicide from? And I'm surprised no one ever has after, like, spending 10 minutes in fucking Home Depot. <laughs> but, so yes. he moves the ladder, like, six inches, and there's, like, a whole rack of them sitting there. <laughs> and I'm like, so this dildo had me walking around the store with this fucking 30-pound piece of fucking metal in my hand about to buy a saw <laughs> when I told him I needed, like, a two-and-a-half-foot piece of this shit. And it didn't even occur to him to tell me that they were, like, six inches from where I was standing. They're troglodytes, man. See, you know what? They also need, like, a vest for that guy that's, like, a, I'm, I'm an idiot vest. It's, like, it, it, uh, it's rainbow-colored or something. <laughs> yeah, it should have, like, a pacifier attached to it or a, or a bell or something. Training vest. I'm just in training, even though I'm 57. <laughs> so i mean should i write a letter to lowe's and tell them that this color coordinated vest thing i mean you get i'd like to think someone came up with it and they just poo-pooed it but i seriously doubt it no i i don't they just need like uh i don't know some sort of like invisible fence thing so that these guys oh, can't, they can, get, out they can't the get out of their area sections they're supposed to be experts in I mean, if you're an expert in wall outlets, what the fuck are you doing over by the paint? You know? Right, you can't even the use a machine. Outlets. I'm going to have to tell you right now, I'm eating a Snickers, so I'm going to apologize for a second. Okay. You know, I, I thought before the show, not even tonight, but like earlier, I was like, I, I, I bet I'm going to make a drinking game out of zigzag eating Snickers. Really? Uh, and then I thought, well, maybe I'll make a guessing game. Like, what, what, what's Zigzag eating? But it's always Snickers. So either way, uh, well, it's Snickers because I, don't win. I just know you're gonna eat a Snickers. I go to uh, on my way home from work, right for the show. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm choking on some Snickers now. <laughs> Can we could probably sue them for that? Like those people are gonna sue Facebook for FaceTiming during some car crash, but. Okay, it's cleared my windpipe a little bit. But I stop and get a lottery oh, ticket, and uh, and I get a Snickers. It's just, it's kind of my routine, before my pre-show routine. I do that, I masturbate three or four times, and uh, and I get nice and loose for the show. Do some stretching, some yogurt. Speaking yogurt. of stretching, what the fuck, dude, I meant yoga, but I said yogurt. Oh, okay. What do Republicans actually I'm have against that as well. letting people have health care? What? Well, why do they hate it so much? Why do they hate the idea of people having health care? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think if there's one thing that sh- that should be completely and absolutely subsidized, bar none, no questions asked, you can go to a doctor and get whatever the fuck you need and not have to worry about it at all. It should be health care. For some reason, Republicans think that and maybe this is a failing of the system overall because healthcare is unfortunately part of the marketplace. It's not owned by the government. Right. And so they think that, well, then it should work just like any other business. You know, if 
you work hard and can afford it, then you can get it. If not, well, then you're going to fucking die a miserable death. But it, it shouldn't even be at that point where that argument can be made. It should just be... That's like saying, I need to get to work, but I have to build my own fucking road. No, you don't. I mean, healthcare should... Everybody should have all the healthcare they fucking need all the time. <laughs> Agree. So they can stay healthy and work. I mean, and the, and the, exactly. the Republicans are like, it's too expensive to do Obamacare or whatever. First of all, they only really hate that because it was named, it, actually one time it was named Romney Care after Mitt Romney, the most exact same mm. plan. But then when Obama got into office and they started calling it Obamacare, they like went bananas and decided that they fucking hated every aspect of it. But they yeah, say that well, it's bankrupts the government. Fucking suck. But it doesn't bankrupt the government because people get health care and they do pay in the system. What you're going to get when people get off of the fucking Obamacare is a ton of people going to the emergency room and just never fucking paying. Right. I mean, that's my plan. You're right. Why not? I mean, theoretically, they, can they turn you away from the emergency room? I don't think they can. I don't know, man. I think the the bigger problem. I think the problem is way bigger. Like you got to pull out at like an astronomical level and look at it and be like, oh, politics shouldn't be a fucking job and it shouldn't be influenced by money or business at all. Yeah, exactly. And you shouldn't be able to be a politician just because you're rich, or just because you're a lawyer, or just because you went to Harvard. Well, I think you know you got to if you're gonna if you're gonna have somebody in charge of healthcare, they should have been a fucking doctor. They should have had experience with all that fucking bullshit. We yeah, need to hire, like, be the head of an insurance company. Because that's who they're putting in charge right. of Trump care. And did you, I mean, you hear what they're doing? Trump care's first thing is all bald eagles are getting fucking uh, hair transplants. That's the first deal that they're doing with that's Trump true. care. That's true. And that's paid for by insurance companies. But my point is there shouldn't even be insurance companies. No, you're it, right. There, there should shouldn't be. No be. No, no, there should be no, well, what do they call it? No profit. Uh, there should be no profit no in profit fucking health incentive. Exactly. There should be no profit incentive involved with human well-being. And you period. know, that's right. I don't have anything against capitalism or whatever. If you want to make money selling hamburgers, go ahead. But when you're make trying to make money off people's being sick or whatever, I mean, you should just, I don't know. Obviously, people get into medicine for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And it's, and a lot of getting into the right reasons, but it's, it's so complicated. There's so many fucking laws. I mean, it's all really fucked up, well, dude. It, it's way fucked up. Here's the last the thing only, I'm going to say about this. Cure, this. I didn't have Obamacare, mandate. Right? I didn't have Obamacare when I was sick here recently. And I had what I thought was good insurance. And it's not Obamacare that's out of control. It's fucking insurance, dude. They reject everything and they don't want to pay anything. So it's not Obamacare, it's just the insurance right. company, just how insurance operates. They're like, fuck you, give us our money, and when you go to try to get it back, they're like, no, sorry, you're not almost dying enough for us. You can't get Obamacare. I can't either. I've tried. I, you can't get it. You make too much money, you're not going to get Obamacare. But the problem is, is then you can't go to like Blue Cross Blue Shield and pick what fits like, I went shopping for insurance recently. There were four plans that were exactly what I needed, right. but they didn't fit the Obamacare script. I mean, uh, the I guidelines paid a penalty. 
Right. Right. So, I mean, it, it's it's all fucked up on either side of the equation. And it's all because, for some reason, we've monetized health instead of just saying, yeah, everybody should be healthy. It should be paid for, period. No questions asked. But whatever. <laughs> you know I what? Know. The sad part Hopefully, is, I mean, dude, I love American. I have to say this every show. Don't give me the love or leave it crap. Give me the love it. I'll just give you the love it and fix it crap. But the two most important things for any country, like... If you went, say you went to Africa in 1870, right? And you're an American doctor or whoever, or an American whatever. The first thing you think of is we got to educate these people and get them healthy, right? I mean, that, I mean right. that's like, the, those are the two basic things that you want to do to any evolving nation. But now in America, they're like, we don't want to do either of those fucking things. We don't want them healthy and we don't want them smart either. We just want them to fucking be replaced by robots. This is true, unfortunately. You know what? Honestly, dude, I'm getting to the point where I kind of like to be a robot. I just go with the flow and not give two shits about it. Watch my Jersey Shore or whatever the fuck is just stupid and on all the time. And uh, The problem is you guys like you and me and, and our listening audience, of course, are too smart. We're so smart that we're pissed all the time. <laughs> and you're right. You're absolutely right, dude. I'm. I was thinking I could give myself a heart attack, being pissed off reading about how stupid the fucking government is. <laughs> and I'm then I begin to wonder maybe that's their fucking plan. Maybe they just are like, yeah, the fucking smart people will just get so fucking upset, their heads will fucking pop off, and then we'll just be left with all the stupid people. It's the Illuminati. It is. It's the Masons, I think, the Freemasons. Which I don't know if that shit is real or not. I watched something on Netflix, and they tried to make it seem like it was real, but I don't know. I don't know if it's real. What do you think? <clears throat> a but a buddy of mine is really, really deep into the Masons. Uh huh. And I've known this guy since since high school, since before the Masons. I mean, he he didn't get into the Masons until like well after college. I was in a band. This is the guy, the drummer in my my non hypersoth band, the lesser band as I like to call it. Dave? And uh Dave is a Freemason? Dave. Dave and he got into it with just curiosity. He was going to infiltrate it to see what what it was all about. He was going to bust like, it wide you open. Know, 15 years later. He wasn't going to bust it wide open. He just wanted to see what the deal was. And that's been 15 years ago and now I mean, it was a couple of years ago that I emailed him and I was like, oh, yeah, so you've been a Freemason for a while. What's the story there? And he's like, oh, it's great. You know, blah, 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 some generic stuff. And I did ask him some pointed questions. Um, and he wouldn't tell you the nothing answer. Nothing specific, but yeah, I, mean, I wasn't specific about any one thing, but I was like, so what like kind of cool secrets can you tell me? What are the rituals like and stuff? And he's like, no, I really, I really can't talk about that. <laughs> oh, my like, oh, God. Okay. My He's lifelong like, friend. I just can't tell you that we jack each other off. It's just something we don't talk about. <laughs> we do That's what they right. call the That's elephant the walk, the where we grab each other's wieners and we go around in a circle. Yeah, you never forget that. <laughs> no, you never do. And you don't want to tell anybody about it either. That's why they make the ritual so humiliating. So he really didn't give you one thing. You know what's funny is that I was an elk for a while, okay? And and uh, elk, okay. Yeah. You know, have you ever heard of an elks, like a, an elks club or whatever? Yeah, I have. It's but kind of like very a, rarely they're not that big down here. I don't no, know anything they're, about they're, it. They're way bigger in the north than they are in the south. 
But I wanted to play golf at this golf club, and to do it, you had to like become an elk, okay? So I became an elk, sure. and uh, they have like this greeting or whatever. And I was telling this dude that I was becoming an elk, and he like did the greeting to me, and I just busted out laughing so hard. I'm like, I don't know if I can fucking do this. I don't. I don't. I just. I'm not the right person to like have secret handshakes and signals and stuff because it's just too fucking stupid. Now, when I was like eight years old and I had a maybe a clubhouse or a treehouse, I'd be like, "Yeah, we have a secret handshake," but not as a fucking fifty-year-old man. I just I couldn't do it. Well, yeah, hey, hey, hey! That secret handshake is what keeps well, the insurance companies in business. Needless, needless to say, I told sick. like everybody I knew the secret handshake. Like shortly afterwards, I was not a good elk. Did you did you put a tutorial on how to do the secret handshake? I up did. On YouTube? I was like, you want to go play free golf at an elk's course throughout the world? Here, do this. I'm still the lawsuit is pending. The lawsuit is still pending. So what what does the Elk Lodge do besides play golf? I mean, like, what's so secretive that they got to have a handshake? Well, I'd really like to tell you, Rufus, but I don't. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to risk your life. No, they do like <laughs> oh, same shit. kind of shit the Freemasons do. They they uh, map out cities in the shapes of geometric uh, things where they hide uh, <laughs> where they hide treasures and and stuff like that. You know, just your basic <laughs> stuff. All the typical stuff. Right, all the typical uh, kind of Illuminati type stuff. No, basically... Do they pass... They're basically Do they pass notes to the Illuminati in class? Do you like me? I'm in the Freemasons. I'm in the Elk Lodge. Circle yes if you like me, Illuminati. Well, really, dude. We're actually... I I shouldn't be telling you this, but... uh, the the Elks are about to declare war on the Freemasons, dude. It's not going to be pretty. Oh, shit. So I'm hoping the Freemasons are ready to build a giant wall. I think that they're actually going to work for Trump, and he's going to put them to work building a giant wall between <laughs> here and... and uh, I think I think that you're going to... I think if you're a Freemason, you, you actually have to volunteer some time to work on the wall between Mexico and America. You might want to ask Dave about that. Well, I would assume that... If you're a Freemason, you can at least slap some fucking concrete and bricks together. <laughs> you know what? Surely that's got to be part of the entry. That's entry funny that stuff. you say that because I was just gonna say, is Dave a fucking Mason? I mean, it'd be like you joining the electricians' union and not knowing how to do any kind of electrical <laughs> shit. Be like, yeah, I'm here for the parties. Oh my! God. That's what we should do. We should do a skit where some guy tries to join like the electricians union or the carpenters union. And he's like, okay, when do we start doing all the secret shit that runs the government? And they're like, well, we just build homes. <laughs> They'd be like, what? No, I mean, like, where's the secret handshake in the underground cave? You know, <laughs> uh, here's your hammer. Go frame you know, that house, please. From what I understand about the Freemasons, it kind of just started out with like Ben Franklin and those guys like going into a cellar and getting drunk. That's kind of what I saw it, on Netflix. It so probably has to, a lot to do with, and I'm, I'm talking out of my ass. I mean, I know nothing about Freemasons, but yeah, I know the Ben Franklin, George Washington, they, they, they were all Freemasons. But I think it was, I mean, you're talking about a lot of like hardcore 
religious persecution back then, so you'd make this little special club so you could drink your mead and <laughs> right, play yep. your games and that's true. And just be kind of a have some fun. You know what I you know what it would be a better skit, dude, if we call the Freemasons and are like, hey, uh, we're just wanting one of those free uh I got a wall that needs built and I need you guys to come over and put it up for free. I need a brick wall built. <laughs> You're Freemasons. Right. Get it? I, I think that you got it. I tried to make that pretty obvious there. Because they're the Freemasons. I laughed. I know you did. I'm just joking. It was it was a genuine laugh. Was it? It sounded a little canned. It sounded a little bit canned. So, snow. you're saying Snowmageddon's finally over down there in Arkansas? Dude, it, so like last week, it was highs in the 30s, lows in the 1s. And this week... It's been like 60 or 70. Snow, snow begins over. Ain't no more snow. <laughs> right. Funny you say it because here where I'm at, dude, it's 50 fucking degrees and it should be like negative 15. But there's no really? there's no global warming or anything like that. That's just something the Chinese made up. I read this morning that New York, Central Park specifically, I guess they measure temperature there, hit a record of like 60. Like normally in New York at this time, it's... I guess not 60, but apparently it's abnormally warm there. <laughs> Excuse me. You have to excuse me. I still got a little bit of a cold here. This thing won't go away. <clears throat> and I've noticed that all the oh, news damn. people, even even I saw that uh, Scott Pelly had a cold, so I felt pretty good about my cold. I feel like, man, this is one of those colds that like just famous people get. So I don't want you to be insulted that you didn't get a cold, but... Uh, <clears throat> Take a take a note that uh, maybe next year you'll be maybe next year you'll be up for a cold. I don't get colds. Scott Kelly, who's that? Astronaut? Scott Pelly. He's the CBS evening news guy. Oh. Either he had a cold? cold or he was just drunk again. Hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard to t- it's it's hard to tell myself when I have a cold because I'm usually just drunk. Right, same thing, right. You know what? I just like to sip on... I just started like carrying around a, a, a pint or two of uh, cough syrup and just tell people I have a cold. And it's like <laughs> totally okay to get drunk on cough syrup at work. No one no one even gives it a second glance. Now, if that was a vodka bottle, I'd probably get some dirty looks. <laughs> yeah, you probably would. It helps that it's like children's cough syrup, right? They're like, oh, this stuff's light. Well, then why is there 15 bottles on your desk? Right, because it's a child-sized portion, you jackass. No, no one messes with me. They know, they, know, they know that I get mad when I don't have my cough syrup, so they kind of leave me alone. You just but stand I'm not right hooked. in face and cough directly at them? I do. They're like, why aren't you? They, see, what I do is usually I'm asleep at my desk, so they know that I'm going to be in a bad mood if I don't have my cough syrup because that means I'll be awake. Amen. Did you see that they're bringing back Hunter, the TV show? Hunter. Yeah. Remember that show? No, Hunter. What what show was? I remember the name, but I don't remember why. Was it like a Fred Grandy show? Fred Grandy. He was uh, the star of Hunter. I don't. I don't think you can do that show actually without Fred Grandy because he was a retired football player. But they could not have picked anybody better to ever be Hunter. 
Fred Grandy. I've Pretty never sure. even heard no, that. No, Fred Grandy. Wait a minute. Fred Grandy was uh, Fred Grandy. That's Gopher from uh, the Love Boat, right? Let me look up who the football player <laughs> was that played uh, Hunter. I'm gonna put the original Hunter. Well, look, if we're talking about old 80s TV shows yes. and or movies, I gotta say that I saw something that really fucking pissed me off the other day. Please They're elaborate. remaking Chips, you know? Oh, yeah. The show Chips with Ponch and John. Right. Which sure. was not a comedy, right? I mean, it had its no. moments, but it right. was a It was trying to be lighthearted. As lighthearted show. as you could be when someone gets run over or, uh, you know, stung in the face by a bee. Right, but for the most part, it, it took itself kind of seriously. Now they're making it, a, they're remaking it, or quote-unquote rebooting it for theaters. It's called Chips. It's got Ponch and John, but it's one of these, it's it's like a total like Seth Rogen raunchy comedy fucking obnoxious thing. And I'm like, come on, if you want to, if you want to remake something, at least honor it. If you want to spoof something, then make something different, like, uh, like National Lampoon's movies do, you know, but don't take a brand that exists and that everybody remembers fondly as being one thing and turn it into some kind of retarded fucking bullshit. Because you couldn't think of an original name? Or is that like to try to sucker people into watching it when it's like something that it's not? Is it going to have a Mexican yeah, exactly, guy? Exactly. Will there be a Mexican guy and a red-headed guy or what? It is. It's a Mexican guy who I think is a stand-up comic and some other guy who's sort of a half-ass comic. Oh, and Jesus. I saw the trailer and it's all stupid fucking ridiculous jokes. What they should do with chips is make it like a deep, dark, fucking, you know, gritty. Right, really thing, behind the scenes comedy. of how nasty it is to be a fucking motorcycle cop in L.A. Oh, which I mean, yeah. I don't know how nasty that would be. I mean, you think it's pretty nasty? Basically, it looked like they took chips and turned it into Reno 911. Oh, and I love Reno 911. Right. I love it. But it's not. That's not what chips is or ever was, and it's just. Uh, I don't know. It's. I think it's insulting to my fucking childhood. Uh, just for the listeners that were wondering who the original hunter was, his name was Fred Dreyer. So I apologize for my Fred, Fred Grandy remark. Yes, Fred Fred Dreyer. He was an L.A. Ram, if I recall correctly, at one time. But man, the guy's got a rock hard ass. Oh, okay. Let me tell you. Oops, did I say that out loud? I see the guy. I recognize him. Oh, are you seeing him? Are you seeing Fred Dreyer now? Yeah. I, you know, I, no, I know totally who this guy is. Remember that show Remington Steel? Now, that was a good fucking yes, show right that? there. I mean, it, it was a good show. My dick, after watching Steffi Zimblist, was like a fucking piece of beat up leather. Let me tell you. I could really <laughs> get off on her. Is <laughs> right? And you know, steel. Remington was no slouch either. He was a handsome man. <laughs> oh no! Those were some of the uh, some questions I had about myself at a certain time in my life that I was happy to have. How about heart to heart? Remember that broad? Gee, many Christmas! What a fucking rack on her. What was her name in real life? Stephanie. That was her name on the show. Stephanie seems like an 80s name, for sure. Yeah, Stephanie, Heather, Amy. I think they're all 80s names, Heather. aren't they? 
Wow, old Hunter's got an 8.1 out of 10 on TV.com. The new Hunter? out of 10 on IMDb. The new no, Hunter no, or the, the old uh, The original one. It's critically acclaimed. Well, here the, see, this, here's what I'm just seeing right here. That they tried to bring it back in 2003. And Uh-oh. it it flopped. So, I don't know. I mean, okay, it didn't work in 2003. It's been 15 years. I mean, I guess that's the life cycle of the show. Because here's the deal. It got canceled in 1990, okay? Then they tried to revive it in 2003, didn't work. So now they're reviving it in 2017, but I guess would have been 2016. So it's like every 13 years, they're just going to keep trying the Hunter uh, program. Uh, Hollywood's out of ideas, man. Uh, how ca- is that even possible? I mean, really? Are they just that lazy? No, it's it's that uh, you know movie houses. It's corporations. I mean, they they want to guarantee as much as possible a return on profit or return on investment. So they're going with known names all the fucking time. Or the of recipe, something on the recipe that works yeah, is like yeah, dude, or the recipe. Angry dude, halfway decent looking chick, cop show, make it work, right. More tits, more ass. That's all you need to make work. This is this is their recipe. Big gun, big tits, small ass. But now it would be big ass. Yeah, and this fan- big fancy ass. Car. Big ass is popular. And I don't know why, dude, because if you look at Kim Kardashian's ass, it's fucking disgusting to me. I mean, I don't want an ass that's like you could set your drink on it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Kim, come over here a second. No, I just set my drink. I snort a line of Coke off your ass. Or play a... a short game of billiards she's absolutely disgusting i have no idea what the appeal is i I, I really don't either respect for kanye west whenever they hooked up have you seen her porn and i had a lot i tried to look at it but it was all ass really because all i saw was a lot of ray j's dick up in her face (laughs) is that right i didn't even does she have a porn I didn't know this. Oh, are you joking? That's how she got famous, dude. She was nobody till she did this porn with Ray J, and her mom told her to like let it leak, and that's how the whole fucking shit show got started. That that's honest to god truth. I thought she was just famous because she was married to Kanye West. I had no idea. No, she wasn't married to Kanye. Kanye, Kanye tried to make her his anchor to stay famous. I think. I mean, she's probably more famous than fucking Kanye. And about yeah, equally as true. talented. She's more talented. I mean, at least we know that she can suck a dick and swallow. I mean, I'm assuming that Kanye does the same, but uh, I have yet to see video proof like I have for Kim. Are you are you looking up the porno right I'm now, sure. just out of curiosity? No. No, I'm not. No, well, you should be. Not at all. It's not the greatest cum shot ever, but it's obviously he, he reaches climax. Is it like a legitimate one or is it a oh no like it's a shitty, legit I mean amateur it, one well I mean it's amateur but I gotta say uh, hats off to Ray J dude he's got he's got some camera techniques that are pretty impressive for a guy working a camera and a Kardashian at the same time he does this one thing where he puts his <laughs> the the camera on the end of his dick and uses it as a tripod it's fucking amazing work amazing cinematography. <laughs> 
Was he using a GoPro? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was getting a little wet. Let's just say that. You just have to see oh my God. what a disgusting pig she is. I mean, she's just... You can just tell that she was just trying to be famous. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, she obviously knew he was taping it and that he's going to show it to someone because she was all made up. But you know what? She didn't look that bad, dude. She looked like a thousand times better than she looks now. There's no doubt about that. Is it special effects? I mean, uh, the focal length of the lens, or was she just younger and didn't she have just, such a big fake ass? Yeah, she didn't have a big fake ass. I mean, she didn't have all that plastic surgery. Had, w- At some point, you just have to look in the mirror and go, you know what? I, I, you think? I guess you, she can't look in the mirror now and say, man, I looked better before I had all this surgery, because there's nothing you can fucking do about it. You have to convince yourself that you look yeah. better with a big plastic face. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I try not to look in the mirror. It's it's too depressing. Yeah, me too. Can't help it. I'm I'm so short. I can't really see over anything anyways. I can't see over the, the sink. <laughs> That's right. I can't even look at myself in the mirror because I can't reach it. Right, exact same reason I can't brush my teeth. Can't reach the sink. So what the else is going on there? I see myself uh, is when I look down on the toilet. Is that where you brush your teeth? Uh, yes, with with a toilet brush. <laughs> no wonder you have such an amazing smile. Those are pretty stiff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my teeth are kind of brown. My wife says I have a corny smile. <laughs> yes, but, it's you know, corny. This happens when you brush your teeth with a toilet brush. But you know, you're uh, unbelievably your breast smells a lot like Mister Clean, or whatever it is that people clean toilets yes, with. Those Mister Clean enemas just do wonders. I think I've probably cleaned a toilet about. I'm going to say in my whole lifetime, I've probably cleaned a toilet twenty times. The same toilet? Well, no. I'm just saying that like. When I lived at Roehampton, like cleaning the toilet was not obviously not very big on a priority list. I was like, hmm, it's Saturday, it's fucking clean the toilet day. You know what I mean? It was like, I, yeah. I don't even know what would possess me to clean the toilet back then. It would have to be pretty fucking awful, I would imagine. Where I'm like, I guess I'm going to clean the toilet. Probably thought some chick was going to come over. So I'm like, I better clean the toilet, you know. Or not. Well, I always assumed that if a chick was coming over, that's what she was coming over to do. Right. Clean the toilet. To hang out with me. I can appreciate that. But, uh. There's <laughs> something I, I, sad. I clean almost, almost daily. I mean, I have some, I have some sloppy issues. Really? Below the waist. And so I've, I've got to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I eat spicy food and, and a lot of vegetables and liquids. So every morning is. It's a bit of a slip and slide before taking my shower, so I've got to uh, break out the toilet brush. Really? Are you being that serious or not? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've blasted out, (laughs) and it gets all everywhere. See, I've had it it go up on the back of the toilet seat behind me, and I'm like, oh, my God. You might want to see a doctor about that. Sounds like you got a little IBS going on there. Oh no no no! It's it's enjoyable. I like it. Feels it great. Feels good. But to it's, get it all uh, out. I, 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 it's 
fiber. I'm, I got a fiber-rich diet. It sounds like it. You eat a lot of Triscuits. I can tell that you're a Triscuit guy. I'm a Triscuit dude. With no cheese. Triscuit hold the cheese. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I just I think that I can just outweigh my wife. She she doesn't like a dirty toilet, so I'm like, you know what? I don't have to clean the toilet. I'll just wait, and she'll get so frustrated that she'll do it. Even even in those times where she's like, you need to help more around the house. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I will I will start helping more around the house, and then I just don't, and uh, she she'll end up breaking down, and I feel guilty sometimes, but usually not because I don't really like germs that much. That, that's really kind of what happened to me. I mean, honestly, I, I didn't give two shits about it, <laughs> so to speak. But, uh, yeah, the wife would keep mentioning about having to chisel and scrape things away. So <laughs> On the back of the toilet. I was tired of hearing that. So. Here, here's the deal. I did tell my yeah. wife if I ever shit all over the back of the toilet, I'll be the one to clean it up. I promise. The secret I found is that if you're really going to have a, like a really big project... If you flush at the moment of escape, it pretty much wraps a lot of it up. <laughs> really? It sucks it sucks it in like on an airplane? It kind of sucks it down? It does because, I mean, you, you might blast it around, but there's already water flowing so it doesn't stick. Hmm, that's an interesting concept. So you're talking that you've found out a way to reduce log stains in general. Yes, Exactly. Sounds patentable. About it, would you like to illustrate it? I I would like you to put that in every fucking public bathroom in America in a poster on the back of the fucking wall, please, because nothing is more disgusting (laughs) than going into a fucking into a a bathroom at a like a rest stop or somewhere and seeing someone else's giant fucking log stain. No shit, or or like the piss stains on the seat. Even if even if I just have to piss, I'm just like, oh god, come on. Right. Well, I mean, I'm guilty. Have you ever like had to pee so bad that you ended up pissing all over the seat just because you couldn't get your dick out of your fucking zipper? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's happened. Or or even like pissing on your pants on the way out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Done that. Done that. For one time, I was at a party at my friend's house. This isn't even that long ago. Probably about seven or eight years ago. And we're all, there's like a bunch of us and we're just all super fucking wasted, right? It was some kind of big, someone's 40th birthday party. And we decided to go way over the fucking top. And uh, I'm in the fucking bathroom, right? And I'm I'm freehanding pissing, right? Have you ever done that? You know, just like, <laughs> you just kind of stand there with your hands on your hips, knowing that you're just, you're just pissing. As, yeah. Or whatever. As often as possible. As often so as possible. Definitely. I'm doing that, dude. And somehow the way I had my dick out, my underwear like snaps back up or over or whatever. And I'm still pissing like a full on piss, right? So of course I ended oh, up yeah. with this giant fucking wet spot on the front of my shorts and so it looks like i pissed my pants which i mean technically i guess i did but i i had you know i was pissing and i I had an accident after the fact that i started pissing so i go back out and uh needless to say i was i was shamed i was incredibly shamed in front of in front of women folk too which was mighty embarrassing and everybody's like you pissed your pants and i'm like no i didn't piss my pants you know, but I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with the fact <laughs> when you've got a big wet stain on the front of your pants. 
This is true. But I was Have you ever been to like a restaurant? Uh, you know, you're totally sober. You go to you go to a restaurant and you go. You have a completely successful, clean piss situation, and then you go to wash your hands, and they've got yes. this thing set on like fucking fire hose, and it splatters all over your fucking like khakis or whatever. And now you're fucking. You're gonna walk out, and you know everyone's just gonna look at you like. All the women will look at you like he just pissed himself. All the guys will be like that fucking sink. Right. Or you know what? Have you ever done this where you like lean against the counter right there where the sink is? And that's where you fucking yes. get all wet from someone's fucking sloppy hand washing at the counter? Yes. No, there's Dude. no dignity. Oh there's no God. dignity in pissing your pants. No dignity at all. I'll tell you what's not acceptable. We went to a, a very nice restaurant. I, I can't recommend it highly enough here in Fort Smith called uh, Bricktown Brewery. Amazing hamburgers, amazing sandwiches. Everything's fucking awesome. But their bathroom, while looking immaculate, I'd, I'd rather live in their bathroom than my house. The problem is that they have that the trough. They don't oh have like urinals. God. They have the trough. That should be outlawed. And... It should be outlawed. There's an, and it's a short trough. I mean, if two guys step up, your your arms are touching and you're caressing each other while you're pissing. But I went in last time, and luckily nobody was in there. But the trough is so high that when I put <laughs> took my pants down, my pants like touched the rim of the urinal. Ew! And there was like you know a, some curly cues on there, <laughs> oh and it was God. wet. And then I have to like do. I gotta go eat after that. After I mean, touching your pants too to put your zipper up and your button them. Exactly. And of course I wash my hands, but still just psychologically that's in your mind that my pants touch the urinal and the curly cues. <laughs> oh, my. my guess is like a place like that that still has the fucking trough urinal after closing time is obviously some kind of fucking gay sex club. Because I don't see any reason to have the <laughs> urinal. Other than you want they to like make some dude stare at some other dude's dick or be totally... First of all, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I can't piss at the trough if there's another person there. I hit the fucking... Mm-mm. If there's someone else in a bathroom, like, without a... I mean, it depends on how drunk I am, to be honest with you. But say I'm only semi-drunk. Right. Because uh, obviously I'm always some sort of either drunk or high. But uh, high, I can't do it all. If I'm stoned... Forget it. I'm not pissing next to anybody. I'll fucking take a bus home to fucking piss or shit before I have to be next to oh. someone doing it. But uh, I just hit dude, the I just hit the the commode. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not gonna stand next to some dude and take a fucking piss. I, yeah, just not. It's not in me. Well, the only reason. Oh my god, this gets worse now that I think about it. The only reason I even did the trough is because I went in there and they had one stall and somebody was in it. So as soon as I sidle up to the trough and unleash the demon, uh, the guy in the stall comes out. And so now I have a guy behind me <laughs> washing his hands while I realize that my pants are touching curly cues and, and wetness. And I can't focus. And this guy's behind. And this guy's taking forever, dude. And then, I swear to God, this guy washed his hands and left. And I was like, thank God. The door opens. The same motherfucker came back in. Uh, see, I don't know what the hell he was doing. Club. but. It's a gay club. He's like, okay, that guy's sitting there with his hand, pants half down, obviously. Since they're touching the top of the trough, he's fucking looking for a good time. <laughs> That's the code. This, if your let pants me, touch the trough, what you, you don't want some do, man sex. If you don't want that guy to come back in is you don't put a $20 bill 
on the trough next to where you're peeing <laughs> because that'll bring them back every time. I tell you, I should not have been wearing my my khakis with the uh, ass cheeks cut out. I you're think. exactly right. Yes, you should have had full ass cheek. You, you you just had your khaki chaps on. I think you forgot when you got dressed. You had your your chaps on. <laughs> <laughs> Your Kaki dress, chaps, your dude, dress chaps. <laughs> My formal chaps. <laughs> your, your black tie chaps. <laughs> it's a black tie chaps affair. <laughs> That's. I think the inauguration is going to be a black tie chaps affair because everybody is going to get butt fucked. The whole country is going to get butt fucked. <laughs> I gotta write that down. <laughs> I wonder if there is like formal gay wear like that, like YMCA wear that's like formal. <laughs> or did I say well, I didn't mean YMCA? But village, village people. Uh, there's probably a whole line of clothes that we don't even know about. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So you excited for the inauguration, dude? I bet you're... Are you going to have an inauguration party or what? I don't know. When is it, dude? I'm, I'm trying to stay detached from everything because it's so all upsetting. I'm just trying to shut my eyes and my ears and focus on things that don't matter. It's uh, January 20th. And you know what the bullshit is about the fucking... This deal is like... Remember how you had to like basically watch the debates and shit on CNN... You know, you couldn't find them, yeah. so basically nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Well, of course, the inauguration is going to be like on every fucking channel everywhere, like the fucking Super Bowl. Did anybody agree to like be the the entertainment? Because <laughs> you know what, we're just refusing, right? I, I saw one thing where it looked like uh, that you know that some of those rockets actually quit. When they found out they had to be in it, yeah. they would rather quit. That's what is that? I saw say? that. When's the last time that has ever happened in American history? I mean, what? You, so the Rockettes never quit. Something is awfully wrong with who is our president because I don't think ever there's been like a president who won that has caused this much fucking turmoil. You know what I mean? Does, yeah. I mean, like back when Franklin Roosevelt and whoever he beat. It wasn't like, okay, we don't want Roosevelt as president anymore. No one wants him as president. But I did see I that, uh, that uh, what's her name? Uh, Marie Osmond was offering to do uh, the inauguration, and it looks like no one invited her to do it, even though she's putting herself out there. So I don't know what that says about oh, her. Sweet. I guess she's a Mormon. She's awesome. Mormons are like 100% behind Trump. I mean, what's that tell you about the conservative mind thought of who's about to be our president? Uh, the whole thing is just so weird. I, I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience watching the whole thing. And not just Trump, but the fact that we got here as a country at all is just, uh, I feel detached do you feel that way? Like, I do. You know what, dude? I almost feel I almost feel guilty that I caused this to happen for everybody because I'm like, about a year and a half ago, I was like, you know what? Life is pretty fucking good right now. Things are going pretty smoothly. And then this happens. So, yeah, of course I feel somewhat uh, responsible. 
because things are just not allowed to go smoothly. Well, I do blame you. I mean, most, a lot of people. No do. offense, but I I hold you completely responsible. Hey, Faust, into the VIP. You can only get it all on the uh, download, correct, Rufus? Uh, yeah, I believe so. That's Here right. we go yep. into the VIP. Hold on. How'd you like that lead? I had a little lead whistle going on there. Yeah, you're welcome for that lead whistle. I don't do that for every episode, by the way. We need to figure out a little smoother oh transition. I'm going to have to start watching the clock a little better and, and wrap it up to, to smoothly transition us. You know what? We're going to get back to that outline, Rufus. That's what we're going to do. Let's make that the pledge for 2017 is to outline the show and stick with it. What do you think? I think that's a good idea, especially since we're going to improve the audio quality. But I got to say, don't beat yourself up too much, man. I mean, you hit it like right on the fucking hour mark. I mean, that was if there's producers are paid a million dollars to do that. Literally, I'm watching the clock. It said one zero zero and you're like VIP time. Well, I'd like to introduce it a little more. I'd like to wind down the show and then wrap it back up for the VIP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we should do things like, you know, build it up before there yeah, and yeah. talk about the phone number and mention the websites <laughs> yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. And have, have bits people can come back to, you know, like song analysis or uh, well, you know, movie another, trailer reviews or Yes, whatever. you know what? It's funny you say that about the movie trailer reviews because I actually texted myself that. I woke up from a dead sleep last night. This is how much I think about the show. And I actually had some funny ideas that I didn't remember to write down because I woke up. I had the same thought like five times or like a dream while I was sleeping about a funny bit. And then I woke up and I yeah. couldn't remember that. But I remembered we used to do that. The song that that song analysis, the trailer review for the movies uh, to see if they were hits or misses. And uh, I, I wish- think that's a great idea. It- I wish we went back. I wish if I knew which episode little... that was because we picked a couple of movies. I wonder how they did. I can't remember what movies they were. I, I can't remember either, but I was thinking about that the other day because actually today I was thinking about that because I, I was watching a movie review guy on YouTube that I like a lot. His name is Chris Stuckman. Excellent fucking movie reviews. He's a stellar, stellar fucking reviewer guy. And it reminded me about the times that we would like live stream movie trailers or watch them in advance and talk about them and i was like we should bring that back yes we we should should, totally we definitely should do that and we should keep score and at the end of the year whoever has the best score flip or flop or whatever the hell we would call that part of the bit uh has to buy the other person a steak dinner i agree a good steak dinner not at a place with a trough no, no. Even though the fanciest place you eat in Fort Smith uh, has a trough, it's a really good place, dude. It's well, really you, good. I do, that's the one thing. What I know is, hey, what you didn't know is their meat is so fresh. After they close, dude, they bring in the pigs and the fucking uh, cow and slaughter them in the trough inside of the bathroom. That's why the walls are so high. <laughs> that's right. It's. It's an abattoir. <laughs> Actually, one time gonna- I went in there and they were still slaughtering the pork chops and I just had to relieve myself 
anyways, and they were totally totally fine with it. They understood. <laughs> Did they let you marinate? One of yes, them? I gave it a special. It was a, a, a excellent blend of Sierra Nevada beer and a salt brine <laughs> that made for excellent flavor. You just, you just marked it while you're a piss, and you're like, "That one's mine." <laughs> exactly. I had them carve my initials into it. <laughs> USDA, USZA, we call that. Uh, that's for zigzag uh, approved. Ooh, I'd buy that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, it's an excellent salt brine that I put on it. <laughs> if you're lucky, it's about a three-year-old, three-hour-aged salt brine that uh, that I put onto it. <laughs> That's disgusting, but yes, I'm, it I'm is. curious and would like to learn more. It's extremely disgusting, but true. Do you ever like have those days where you feel like you're pissing like 50 fucking thousand times a day, and then like a couple days later you feel like you haven't pissed in like 12 hours? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I take a quote-unquote water pill, so I pretty much spend 80% of my day pissing. No shit. Yeah. A water pill for your heart? For the blood pressure, yeah. Really? Your blood pressure is that bad? It's stubborn, dude, but it's genetic. Like, my dad is super stubborn blood pressure, yeah, so, so I take a water pill. So if you don't... Right now, it's rising up. Do your legs, do your legs like, swell up, your ankles and shit? Ah oh, no, it's, it's nothing like that. I, I'm completely unaware of it most of the time until I go to the doctor and they're like, "Holy shit!" So you don't take a regular I mean, blood I, pressure I pill? And Do you take a regular blood pressure pill? I take four. What's your yeah. brand? What's my what? Your brand. Your brand of blood pressure pill. Oh jeez, I got metaprolol. Terazosin right. and Nalapril, and the uh, the water pill I'm taking now is called uh, Hydrochlorothiazide. Damn. Gee, many Christmas. You know, I used to take blood pressure medicine, but it, I lost a bunch of weight. Then I didn't have to take it anymore, luckily. But you know what? I probably should because my dad had septuple bypass surgery at 57. Septuple? Yeah. I didn't even know that existed. Well, that was like the most they did at the hospital he was at. The most they'd ever done. Really? Yes. So, I mean, and my my aunt died at 63 of a heart attack. Mm. My uncle died at like 62 of a heart attack. So, I probably I probably should take better care of myself, maybe. I, at least now, I you, got to my early 60s. And- you said the past episode that you were with your dad when he had a heart attack and he was eating a piece of cheese That's and he's correct. like, my jaw hurts. And you're like, let's go to the doctor. Was right. that the time that he had the septuple Yes, bypass? it was. Yes, it was. And you know what? The Holy funny thing shit. is, is I was actually scheduled to like not be home that night. I was just going to go out and get drunk as usual. And uh, I decided to go home. I don't even know why. I wasn't going to stay home, but I walked in and there, yeah, there my dad is eating a piece of cheese. Uh, in the throes of a massive heart attack and uh, just kind of sitting there with his feet up watching TV. <laughs> you want to hear a funny story too, though? My cousin, his dad had a heart attack and he was eating a bowl of ice cream. 
Really? Yeah, he was just doing exactly like my dad. Wasn't going to go to the hospital or anything. Was fucking eating a bowl of ice cream. See, this is what scares me about heart shit. Is apparently it just fucking happens. You don't even know what's happening, and then boom, you're having a heart attack. Right. That's unnerving to me. Well, and you know, it's funny you say that because, well, it's not funny. I mean, it's more like coincidental. Let's not call it funny. But uh, that a guy that I know that owned like a couple of restaurants where I live, nice guy, young guy, funny guy, had a heart attack and died like two weeks ago on New Year's Eve. He had a heart attack on New Year's Eve. Not a drinker, not a smoker, just like a guy that I thought was in pretty good shape. He just up and had a heart attack and died. 53. He was 53. Oh, my God. 53, dude. That's like the new middle-aged. I mean, that's not old. Right. today's standards at all. Yeah, it was shocking to say the least. To say the least. Holy shit. Yeah. Now, every time I have a twinge... Uh, you know what, though? I went to the hospital because I thought I was having a heart attack one time, and I just was having an anxiety attack. This is right before my daughter was born, and like the whole idea of how much my life was going to change, and guess sent me into like a massive yeah. fucking is either that or I was coming off a four day bender of beer and probably ran out of <laughs> beer and was having an anxiety attack because of that but uh, but I thought for sure I was having a heart attack and the guy doing the CAT scan you know he said oh your wife's eight months pregnant huh and I said yeah he said well that's probably why you're here the doctor didn't say that granted but it was the uh, guy doing the CAT scan and sure enough it was oh yeah sure enough it was thank god but now I'm like, I'll never go back. I'll never suffer the fucking humiliation of them being like, you're not having a heart attack. You're just having a panic attack, you dumb fuck. You know, like, I'm supposed to know the difference. Right. So now you I'm know, like, I I've, guess I'll I've just die at home. Uh, sensations. Cheese. I've had sensations and stuff, and it is hard to get over that, like, ah, it's fucking nothing. I'm just going to be wasting my time and I'll be embarrassed. But apparently, sometimes you're not wasting your time, and right. you're not embarrassed. You just fucking save your life. But I, honestly, dude, I, I'm I I wouldn't fuck with it. I got better things to do. At least <laughs> let me finish home, what right. I'm working I'm thinking, on dude, I'm before you, I die. I've had feelings since then where I thought I was having a fucking heart attack, and who knows? Maybe I did. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm not fucking going to suffer that fucking humiliation again, never. Not to mention, (laughs) then you get the bill, then you're going to have a fucking heart attack either way. Yeah. We should do a skit where a guy goes to the fucking, he goes to the emergency room thinking he's having a heart attack. They tell him it's a panic attack. He comes home, he gets the bill, a month later opens the bill and has a heart attack and fucking dies. Right there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Classic. It's a classic skit. That's the kind of recipe that Hollywood's (laughs) written on. I can see Bob Hope doing that skit. And then really dying. The cl- the kicker is he really dies. <laughs> oh, man, dude, speaking of heart attacks, I mean, to keep this uplifting and all, I saw a video once a long time ago, by which I mean like last year, of this guy who died of a heart attack live on air on TV in I think the 70s or the early 80s, and he was a magician in the U.K., and he came on and was he was a comedic magician, right? So we did tricks that were kind of funny. Oh no! And he 
he he's fucking had a heart attack and died right on stage and everybody thought it was part of the bit and they laughed and clapped and oh you can see in the video that things kind of take a turn where they're like uh oh and then it just goes like Boo. how long was he, he sitting totally fucking corrupt. Was, it, was he like on the stage like dying for like five or ten minutes while they're like waiting for the the act to come back or was it like two minutes or like oh, something dude. wrong it's it's disturbing because he's like in the center of the stage. Imagine like Johnny Carson's stage, right? right? There's like nobody else there. It's not like the the seating area, and he's up there in this big robe doing some magic bullshit, and he's got a, a woman participating, and he just kind of stumbles and falls <laughs> backwards, and everybody starts laughing. <laughs> and then you can hear they still have the mic on, and you can hear like the death grumble, the, uh, <laughs> the rattle, you know the. Sh- the last breath leaving his fucking body, and then that's it. And it's it's a disturbing watch, man. It's not gory or bloody, but you just it's, dude. Think it, how many times that happens in real life, though. Like someone's like, "Okay, get up, quit goofing around," and some guy's fucking laying there writhing, like squeezing out oh, yeah. his last breath, and they're like, "Come on, you dumb fucker, quit fucking around." <laughs> get up, you lazy ass. This it's not funny anymore. I mean, obviously, shit like that happens. Otherwise, they wouldn't make oh, it into yeah. TV shows. That's true. So here's the knocking wood on not having a heart attack in 2017. Even though, yeah, let's see. That's, that's funny because... I, today's the 13th I and I ask you, felt like I've had one every day since was, the beginning of the year. Since it's Friday the 13th, I was going to ask you if you believe in any, any superstitions. And the only one that I do believe in, and I don't believe in it, but it's like one thing that I have to do is like knock on wood. If I have a bad thought just pop into my head, I've got to knock on wood. I, I know do it's do mean, the knock on stupid, wood. but I have to do it. And if there's no wood, I will knock on my head. As corny as that I'll seems. knock on paper. You know what's funny is I knocked on wood today. At the post office, I knocked on wood. I just at the post office. What happened at the post? Well, office? Well, there was a. I'm, I was sending out a package, and uh, there was like a small hole on it, right? And I used some tape that they had there, and I said, "I hope that keeps." And uh, I knocked on wood. I knocked on the thing right there. So obviously, it's it's not going to come unsealed because I knocked on wood. No, good move. And if it Good does, there obviously is no God. That's true. And you can sue the post office or whoever provides their wood. What are your thoughts on God, Rufus? Uh, I'm kind of a, I'm mostly agnostic. I don't want to say atheist. I think that's taken a little too far. I think most religion is kind of bullshit. But I think that there, I'm open to the fact that there's something out there that's definitely beyond us and Perhaps we're even a part of it, like after death or something. But as far as I, I've yet to see any proof of it, so I'll just wait and see what happens. But I'm not willing to say like I'm an actual atheist, even though I do, I do follow a lot of atheists because I think they're reasonable people, and I think religion has a bad influence in the world, especially in the Muslim fucking world. Obviously, did, have you ever but, seen uh, that special? I, I'm more of an agnostic. Bill Maher did a thing, and I'm not, I don't know if I'm a fan of Bill Maher or not, really. I think I don't really mind him that much because he's pro-pot, but I fucking hate his haircut and his attitude. 
You know what I mean? I agree with his politics. He's kind I of hate a, who the fuck he is. He see he seems like I agree. I agree. I I agree with like almost everything he says, but he's just such a smart ass smarmy right. smug piece of shit about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's I couldn't have put it better me to myself. Get behind him. But he did a special uh, about believing in God or whatever, and he was like, he, he doesn't believe in God. So he goes to, like, all these religious places. Like, I mean, he traveled the whole world, right, asking people why they believe think- what they believe. And uh, basically people just get pissed off and want to punch him in the face. But he makes a lot more sense. I mean, it's so easy to argue against religion because religion's just one of those things that it's not you can't touch it or prove it or whatever but the people that think that the world is 12,000 years old are fucking idiots that much i do know right right i think it's one thing to say there could be i don't know there seems to be meaning to existence that i can't really put into words and nobody can but then to say that God doesn't want me to like eat pork or jack off or I don't know women can't grow their hair long right. or they have to wear fucking bullshit I don't know I think that's that's a little reaching well and funny thing is he went to uh, he went to the where where does the Pope live the Pope's mansion Vatican City Vat- yeah he went to Vatican City and he, he thought he was going to have a meeting with the Pope. Well, they didn't let him meet with the Pope. So he's talking to this priest who's like way high up in the Vatican, right? And this guy, this priest is super yeah. fucking progressive. And he's like, you know, Bill Maher's like spouting off shit about the Bible or whatever. And the priest is like, you know what? We don't really expect people to believe that. That's old school church shit. You know what I mean? You know, it, it's Moses didn't come down from a burning bush. All of it is just kind of a nice book, you know, that helps people understand how to treat each other righteously and maybe live a righteous life. You know, if you're still believing in the fucking basics of the fucking Bible, you are an idiot. You know, creation theory, all that stuff. He's like, you right. know, it's all bullshit, but it, it the, organiza- the organization is just to try to help someone understand how to live a better life. And it kind of blew fucking what's his face his mind. He's like, huh? You know, you you're ruining my show. Basically, was his attitude. You know, <laughs> you're supposed to be yelling at me and telling me I'm a dumb shit. Right, but even then, I mean, uh, you're cherry picking shit to believe. If if you're not going to believe that, why believe any of it? I don't see why. I guess it tells you how to live in some way but so do many 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 other fucking texts from history and shit i don't i don't know i mean there's morality is an evolutionary thing that predates a lot of religions that still persist so i don't know i don't know i know i mean really again i don't think any of those texts have anything to do with whether or not there is any sort of creative force out there i think whatever creative force out there is if it even gives a shit is looking in and being like, oh my god, these guys. Oh, what have they done? Well, and you know what's funny is I didn't, I can't remember if this was this show or not, but like the Bible is written exactly like, like, like you're saying, like five other texts that were written before it. it complete, completely down to like yeah. 12 apostles, one dude, a virgin birth. I mean, you know what I mean? So I guess maybe the, 
the Romans took it and made it their own quote unquote story. You know what I mean? By being like, well, we invented it. You know, we can't say we took it from someone else. We invented that. That's ours. And then let's go on a bloody crusade and try yeah. to kill everyone with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's... I mean, in it's reality... It's always been used for, like, politics and shit. Right. In reality, dude, the crusades are no different pre- pretty much than what uh, ISIS is doing or the imperialism that America is, like, pushing all over the fucking earth. I read something so disturbing the other day, dude, that we have a thousand bases throughout the fucking world, right? A thousand army bases throughout the world. And oh yeah, people don't want them there. And then we're supposed to be like, why do people hate Americans? I mean, what would we be like if they like Iran was like, we're going to come build a base right in fucking the middle of downtown Oklahoma city. You know what I mean? And you're just supposed to fucking deal with it. Yeah. I've never understood like why that is. And I, I get why other countries are like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. It, I think it has something to do with, like, after World War II, there were probably agreements made and shit, or who fucking knows. But it yes. is weird that the U.S. has, like, military, not embassies, but military bases in other fucking countries. That just seems really odd to me. Dude. Always has. I know I say this every week, but you have to watch that Oliver Stone's The Untold Story of American History, because he shows you exactly what happened after World War II, how... We just got into World War II to save the the world so we could fucking take it over. I mean, that was kind of the agreement. Yeah, we're going to come over, we're going to save your ass, and then we're going to split up the fucking world, and we're going to take as much as we want. And NATO and stuff was like a way to like start the Cold War on purpose. I mean, it's so fucking ridiculous, Rufus, you can't believe it. I mean, we wanted a Cold War because all the cronies in fucking Washington, and still this way to this day, make tons of fucking money off just building crap yes. that never gets used. That's right. So they just the, keep escalating. Building crap and- that never gets used. Building crap that never gets used or, or and or building crap that gets used only for war. Right. That's, exactly. That's, well, think about it. You can't, money maker. if it does get used, you got to replace it. I mean, to see those things where one of those... They have a gun that shoots a shell that a guy can hold, right, on his shoulder that costs eighty fucking thousand mm-hmm. dollars for one round of ammunition. I've seen this, yes. Yeah, you've seen that. It's a meme, right? It's like here's a guy that doesn't make eighty grand a year shooting a giant miss or a, a handheld rocket at a guy that won't make eighty thousand dollars in his fucking lifetime. And exactly. they're just fucking spouting them off all over. I mean, talk about price fixing. It's all politics and money, dude. <laughs> Did you see where they're coming out now? They, the the uh, army wants a a biodegradable bullet. That's how much they plan on using bullets, I guess, in the near future. They're like riddle the whole world with fucking <laughs> bullets, being... but at least they'll be biodegradable. Uh, are they trying to go green? Be yes, eco-conscious? Is each are. bullet going to have like a, a tree seed in it? <laughs> yes, so it'll grow. Will it, grow it actually, it, it'd probably grow a thorny bush or something, knowing fucking America. Who knows? <laughs> They're trying to come out with one that will drill for oil, but uh, they haven't been very successful with that one yet. Oh, they'll figure it out. Unbelievable, though. Yeah, I mean, they're planning on shooting so many bullets now that they need it to be green. That's fucking crazy. Good lord. Oh, it's crazy boy. that they would even 
care about that. It's a whole a PR thing. Let's see if we can cozy up to the American people by making friendly bullets. My opinion is it's probably a thing where they're like, hmm, we have to invest $50 billion in this fucking green bullet now. You know what I mean? We've got the, we've got as many bullets as we need, so we don't need to spend any more money on bullets. Let's Now we have to make those bullets outdated and come out with a new style of bullet. Yeah, instead of giving completely free health care to everybody in the country, let's make a, a green bullet. Exactly. What a metaphor there, huh? Damn, Rufus. That's a metaphor. Exactly. What's wrong with the fucking world, and how come we're not in charge? Yeah, I know. You know what? I'd, if we were in charge, I'd probably have a heart attack and die the first day. Just so you know. Well, goddamn, I hope not, because you and I do a way better job running this fucking. Not, this you know, I don't. Fucking world. I'm gonna say only time will tell until we do rule the world. But I'm not gonna say that I won't be a tyrant. I might get a little crazy up there. I might <laughs> decide to be a fucking tyrant. Well, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of the balance between the double Z and the Rufus. Is I could I'll rein you in, and then whenever I start getting crazy, you'll rein me in. We'll just keep it. It'll be a totally we'll just, copacetic, relaxed kick kickback environment because you know you and I we we balance each other out. So therefore, the country and the world will be at ease. Instead of saying the ying and the and the yang, they will the new saying will become the zig and the roof. Yes. Holy shit. I gotta jot that down. We'll probably just have each other locked up and neither of us will do anything. I'll put you I'll put you away for six hundred years and you can put me away for life with parole. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, just so you know it's apparently life with parole means thirty seven years. It's just a funnier way of saying it. I could do that. You could do that standing on your head. Easy. Now I could. Right totally. now, dude, 37 years for me would probably be life. For you, too. Well, I would well honestly, for me, too. Because I'd make some of that jailhouse hooch. <laughs> oh, man. You'd be pickled in no time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Might as well be. I mean, what the fuck? You remember That's the Friday good. the 13th movies? Those were fucking scary movies, dude. The first one fucking was scary. Or maybe I was just young enough the for it to be scary. scary. No, it's real scary. It's real scary. They got ridiculous toward the... I mean, they, they're still making them, you know, so they're just <laughs> absurd. I, yeah, I, the first one, in context of the time, was really fucking insane. Now, that what, Jamie Lee Curtis was in that, right? No, that was uh, Halloween. Michael oh, Myers. okay. That's right. That's right. That's a scary one, too, though. Exact exactly. same premise. That's a scary one, too. Isn't that kind of the same premise? It's, uh... I think Halloween is a little more sort of well-developed and... I don't want to say deep, but it's it's more deep. It's about... It's her brother who was, like, got killed or something and was jealous and came back. There was more of, of like, a legitimate backstory to whatever, whatever happened there. Uh... <laughs> The Friday the Thirteenth is just a, a bunch of teenagers having sex in a camp, and the guy with the hockey mask kills them all. <laughs> Wasn't that that was my best noise effect before Jason like cut someone's face off? 
Yeah, I think that I liked uh, I Friday it. Uh, Halloween better. Or wait, Friday the Thirteenth was the one at the camp, right? Yeah, because I think I saw my first set of titties on TV in that movie. Maybe. Really? Ooh, yes. I'll have to rewatch it. Yes. I, yeah, like I said, I probably wore out the first like two and a half minutes of that tape rewatching that part over and over and again where the chick maybe she shows her tits and is in some 70s style underwear <laughs> did you pause that vhs yes. so many times that it had like the squiggly lines it across? did it did i knew how to adjust the tracking just perfectly to where i could at least see her tits <laughs> Oh, man, those tracking buttons. Remember that? Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I was in my prime when uh, when VHS came out. I mean, geez, Louise. We used to rent movies out the yin-yang. Oh, yeah. We had the membership. Remember when our, our little town in Texas got its first VHS store? Oh, right. my God. We'd go there and stock up yep. and watch these terrible fucking movies. <laughs> funny you want to hear a sad story it's kind of a sad story um when i was a kid my dad was the attorney right for this like slew of uh of places called uh i don't know american video or whatever right there was four locations these guys were retired actually these were guys that got fired from being uh air traffic controllers for striking and they opened up okay. like a, they they opened up a chain of uh video stores and did pretty well for themselves but uh so we had like an account there right we could just go and like rent movies or whatever and they would just like send my dad a bill or they'd trade off or whatever for legal work at the end of the month yeah and uh me and my brother went there and and rented a porno once right because it, it was like they didn't beep it or anything it was called beach house so it seemed like a legitimate movie. You know, they didn't think much of it, I guess, when we were checking out because I was like 14 and my brother's probably like 16. And uh, yeah. and we never took it back. So my dad's secretary called called my parents' house and was like, well, the, the place is calling and they want to know where this Beach House movie is. Right? And then it oh, came shit. out that it was a porno and all this stuff. Oh, right. Right, and it was totally fucking humiliating. So, I gave it back to my dad or whatever, and then like a year ago, we were moving out, some, moving some stuff around in his office, and sure enough, that fucking beach, yeah. t- that beach house tape was still at my dad's fucking office. No shit. Yes. So he had had beach that house awesome. the whole time. I don't know if he ever watched it again. Oh, I'm sure. But it it was it was pretty much a famous one for its day because it did have Jeremy the Hedgehog, uh, what's his name? Who's the famous? Jeremy Ron Jeremy Ron Jeremy Ron Jeremy. Yeah, it had Ron Jeremy in it, and the guy who was the other super famous porn guy that died. Oh Jesus Christ! John Holmes, uh, the guy who died. Well, I, John Holmes, yeah. Wow! Yeah, they were both in this item. movie. Maybe that's maybe that's why my dad you kept that it. On, you could take that on Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> you know what? I should. It's a little crusty though, because that should. one you could watch beginning to end. You didn't have to rewind that one much. <laughs> I'm saying right. Yeah. 
You can't see a lot though because of all the the fur. There's a lot of fur in that one. Uh, Don't get me wrong, hey, is. I prefer some fur in my porn, I do. But this was this was excessive. It looked like a a couple of groundhogs going at it, really. Now I know that why they call him the hedgehog because of all the hair on his back. Did it look like a, a top-down shot of a Soul Train dance-a-thon? <laughs> it did. It looked like they were doing the Soul Train, that whole thing where they just, like, get in a conga line. Oh and, that was, and that was just on the lady's back. <laughs> hey, hey, nothing's better than hiding back acne than back hair. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's why people are having back hair implants now. I was thinking about having my ear hair transferred to my to my back. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you, have, do you have ear hair now, dude? No, I don't. But uh, my nose hairs. Are, are you uh, sure you kick, don't? Kicking out the jams. It's, because I think that wrong. I I thought I didn't, and it turns out that I did. Because I want you to know that you can't see oh. your ear hair by yourself. Well, then who sees it for you? Uh, if your wife loves you, she probably won't tell you about it, but uh, you might want to ask her. You know who You know who would probably like to tell you you have your hair? Your son. He would probably find great joy in telling you that you have hair growing out of your ear. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he would find great joy. I just know because I was driving, dude, and I'm like, what is it? I feel something tickling in my ear here. I'm going to grab it, and turns out it was a fucking ear hair that looked like a pubic hair growing out of my fucking ear. Did it hurt? Did you yank it out? Did it hurt? Fuck yes, I yanked it out. You never been driving down the road and yanked out like a nose hair that was sticking out super long? I don't yank nose hairs. No, that's really? uncomfortable. I come home and shave them. Dude, I can but tell you that I've been on my way to a meeting before and like looked in the mirror of the car and saw like I had this fucking nose hair and proceeded to like try to get in there and yank out a fucking nose hair. Usually you can get it, but then okay. when I get to the meeting, people ask me why I've been crying on the way to the meeting. Like just, uh, I usually just kind of poke it up. I tuck it behind another nose hair so it kind of catches. You just That's never a guarantee. That's not a guarantee of no nose hair weirdness. <laughs> that's true. Nothing like sitting across a meeting from a guy either with really bad breath or fucking long nose hairs sticking out. Kind of <laughs> ruins a whole meeting. Even worse when it's a chick. <laughs> Dude, one time I got on an airplane completely fucking hungover, and there was this, uh, there was a Chinese guy behind me, and it, it was like 6 o'clock in the fucking morning. I'm so fucking hungover, and this guy obviously just had like Kung Pao chicken for fucking breakfast and is like breathing on me to the point where I fucking thought I was going to vomit. Oh my God. Just had the worst fucking garlic breath you've ever smelled in your fucking entire life. I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it. Needless to say, when the, when the lady came by, I'm like, I need two beers right fucking now. And I said, I don't care. It's seven o'clock in the morning. Get me a fucking beer. Let me tell you one more thing though. In that vein, dude, let me tell you once, not too long ago, I got on an airplane and the lady told me that the only beer on the plane was warm and I said, I don't care. 
I don't care about warm beer. I'll drink warm beer. And I'm like, just bring them. And then I went to offer money. She's like, no, I can't accept the money for the warm beer. And I said, keep it as a tip. And of course she you- did. Did she really say that? Yeah. You know what? My wife told me this. She used to be a flight attendant. My wife was. The beer that they get on the airplane and the pop is all free. They don't pay anything for it. So all that is fucking prop. She's like, you can give away as much beer and wine and booze as you want. Just some agreement they have with the fucking companies that supply the stuff. Huh. Yeah. So just know that. They're gouging you. Well, of course they're gouging me. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't they be? I've always known that. You're, you've got an attractive ass. Why wouldn't they gouge you? All right, Rufus. Uh, been a great show. Been a wonderful show. We spent some quality time together. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to do this show. Because I know you got a lot of stuff well, going thank on. thank you, sir. And uh, I'll tell you what, folks. 646-478-0616. You can call us there next week. Because we're going to get uh, a lineup for the show, and we're going to get it down, and we're going to be millionaires so we can run for president, too. Because once we're pop stars right. or whatever, you can run for president, and you get elected. Here's here's the irony of it all, Rufus, is that people elected a guy who was on a reality show to be president, but then when actors, like real actors, say that they're annoyed by with what he's doing, they're like not allowed to have an opinion. Yeah, it's all fucked up, dude. I don't... Like I said, I'm, I'm detaching myself from the world as much as possible and just trying to be an observer as if I'm watching a game being played by somebody else. I'm just trying to be amused. And I keep dragging you back in, and I'm going to do that for the rest of our, our uh, lives. Because I'm kind of planning on knowing you the rest yeah, of my good. life. I'm going to keep you from getting too comfortable in your little, your little shell game where you just hide... <laughs> I'm going to make sure I open up the shell and expose you to the light once in a while. Well, it's good. It's good for the show, but I got to run. Hey, all right. Hey, all right. Yes. Hey, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm talking to you. Yes. Zigzag. Dude, please send me your Skype recording of the show so I can splice it in and we can have this audio sound a badass, dude. All right. Tonight's show. This whole episode. Huh? Now I only taped the audio tonight. I didn't tape the video, so that doesn't matter, does it? Uh, the, nah, no, just the audio. Okay. And, and also, while you're at it, uh, the uh, the VIP music because I'll have to splice that in, and the uh, the end of show deal, so I can tack that in. All right, can do, can do. You got it, Rufus. Until so next time, badass, man. I, I gotta say. Oh, 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 oh. Now that Workaholics has ripped off our Hypersoft Howl, which is bullshit, by the way. I proved that to you. It is bullshit. All right, Rufus, I'll talk to you Tuesday. I'm going to play us out with a little uh, Rufus rap. Uh, I think we're going to go with fried eggs and ham, bitch. Check it out. We'll see you Tuesday, or hear you Tuesday, or listen to you Tuesday, something like that. All right, Rufus, we'll catch you. Have a good week. And... Peace out. I take a menu, please. Fried eggs and ham, bitch. I like it. Slap it on a plate with my teeth. I bite it. I suck it in my gut. 
metabolize it. Do it like the Donner Party, cannibalize it. Your fried eggs and ham, bitch, full of protein. Trying to take my plate, ha! You see me get mean, snap your neck and leave you in a ditch. Now I'm going back for seconds, cause I need my fix of fried eggs and ham coming from the farmland. Where they got the fat peas and the chickens on hand. Take a chicken egg, hold it up to the light. If you see a little chicken side, you know it ain't right for breakfast. Omelette or a quiche, you be chomping chicken bones, chicken feathers and a beak. Your fried eggs and ham, bitch, better than the weed. Might not get you high, but your belly it will feed. If you're hungry, you need a hearty meal. Yo, fried eggs and ham, bitch, uh, it's a real deal. Saliva flowing, my stomach knowing I'm soon to be stowing some Fried eggs and ham, bitch, it does a body good I be tracking it down everywhere like a member foot I do it buffet style, I'm a breakfast food file Stacking up the plates like I'm doing a child I eat it on the east coast, eat it on the west coast I have it down south with a biscuit of on toast Fried eggs and ham, bitch Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.